0: Welcome to, welcome to I'ma let you finish with your host WAP and Ellen DeGeneres
1: <laughs> no nobody wants to be that fucking nasty guy' <laughs> we're, gonna,
0: we're gonna get more to those two things later it's I'ma let you finish in partnership with uh, listening party podcast we welcome, miss you we miss listening back. party we do oh. we oh god we miss our studio we miss seeing the cute guy that I think is cute we miss Robert, Oh, yeah, Robert
1: Smith <laughs> hey, you know, I never I'm thought good. I would
0: miss Robert, Smith.
1: but you know, here's you the know. thing I'm concerned about now. you bring that up mm-hmm. um where is he now? Where is he? He has no place to hang out? Uh-
0: uh, well, you know, listen, people like Robert Smith always find He's probably doing a salon someplace and they're all hanging out Some We do, we do,
1: house do house. have to quantify that we do not mean the Robert Smith. Right. We, we, mean, we don't actually know what the Robert Smith is doing. Now. But I think
0: people who listen to us know because Robert Smith has been in a recurring theme since
1: he is, early. he is. What if it turned out after all this
0: if that it was he, actually really Robert Smith? No, God. <laughs> that
1: he's the guy that owns canal street market
0: how fierce would that be right? how would
1: it be except that i saw him at for, for, um, mcnally jackson one day yeah but that's out. the
0: thing that's such a new york thing it would be that the he secretly secretly,
1: secretly owned yeah.
0: yeah that's what's the thing about this town is you'll see somebody you think there's that weird person again there's that weird guy and it turns out they're the gazillionaire that owns 20 blocks in the city yeah and, yeah. and that's some the kind weird of, shit
1: that's the kind of rich i remember years ago um Um, I was uh, dating somebody who was Beastie-adjacent, Beastie-boy-adjacent. And so Lucian would hang out with them. And one day Lucian says to me, Mom, I thought the Beastie boys were rich. And I'm like, well, they are. I mean, you know, compared to ours, yeah, but they are rich. He goes, well, they don't look rich. And he drives like a
0: van. I went, that's why they're rich. (laughs) Right. The real key. And that's old school New York where you see somebody and you're like, he never, he always, like, I knew this dude who just always looked reg, like t shirt the yeah. same jeans, some old right. ass sneakers, and it turns out his, he was from such a wealthy family. But that's nouveau riche shit, people who think, yeah, suddenly have yeah, yeah, yeah. money, and it's like they're dripped with everything on their body, like you see the wealth. People who've been wealthy their whole lives, a lot of them, especially old school New Yorkers, just look like regular people. They just that's look, the Upper East Side, Upper East house, Side money. Not, Right, a and what it is sunlight. is you go to their house, and you realize, oh, they live in a beautiful home, and it's really right. it's appointed beautifully. There's and I a... want to
1: marry, and I want to marry the old man who will love me like a daughter. Right. <laughs> everything, I love you like the daughter I never had.
0: <laughs> and you'll be or like, be, oh, my I'll name, is... <laughs> right? Or be
1: his West Indian nurse,
0: <laughs> who suddenly gets everything in the will, and the everything. children are upset,
1: and then the children are upset. Speaking and
0: it's a who never visit, but that's a whole other story. A,
1: speaking guess. of dripping,
0: uh-huh. let's talk
1: about WAP.
0: <laughs> well, no, let's not start with that. We oh, got to okay. start.
1: No we dripping? have to start no with
0: dripping? the major, major shit. Let's start with the groundbreaking moment of last week. Let's talk about our girl that we love. Listen, and I do really dig her, Kamala Harris. I now, like Kamala too. I didn't, when she was running for president, you know, first of all, I I didn't love anybody who was really running for president this time. Oh, I did. I did. I know you were a huge Warren fan. I know you were. I, you know, for me, I think um, I just wished, when I hear, when when I was listening to everybody talk, I'm like, you're not really, you're not really talking about what Americans are really going through and what we really need, especially when we start talking about health issues. But anyway. I'm really happy for her because it's monumental and, and I'm telling you, when that announcement was made, so many black women in my life, starting with my mother and a bunch of my female friends just unsolicited, called me out of the blue and they were so excited yeah. and they were so happy and I kind of felt something different. I was like, listen, when Obama was uh, nominated, black people, young people, everybody was excited, but. For black women. This just felt different in the it's validation. I was it's recognition.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a recognition. I mean, yeah. I'm as a white woman, I was excited because this is only the this is the third time a whi- a woman and a white woman um, the third time a woman has been on a national ticket. Right. But I couldn't take any. Well, because I don't agree with her politically, but I couldn't take any pride in Sarah Palin. I took some degree of pride in Geraldine Ferraro, but it was a really long time ago, and I kind of don't even remember, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it just seems like a lifetime ago. But I was just really... I, I really thought that whatever you think about Joe Biden, and I don't even want to get into it because I'm sick of having this fight with fucking people about it. Well, we're
0: going to talk about that in this conversation because but I, I, I have a what, view on that, yeah.
1: But whatever whatever you think about him, this was a fucking ball to the wall, throw everything against the – you know, I thought, good. She made the most sense, but I also was like, good, you're going to make people – there's no way you're going to avoid people's racism and sexism and – misogyny and it's all coming out now but good do it cuz she was the one that made the most sense on yeah. paper she really yeah. did. She did
0: she did you and know be, um, see, and she checked a lot of the boxes for this country right now you know what i mean she she's a, she's a child of uh, of immigrants yeah. one one from india one from jamaica right <clears throat> You know, growing up in in what the fifties and sixties in Oakland, going to Howard University. No, no,
1: no. She didn't grow up in the
0: fifties. She's in her fifties. Oh, she is she like in her fifties? She's like know, 54, 50 I mean, five. You know, She's. You know she's what the be age and numbers? Don't get me with numbers. Honey, no, no, I'll no. no up she's a... in nineteen thirty nine. Okay. No,
1: she's firmly, she's firmly a boomer. I mean, okay, mean, she, gotcha. she grew up in the 60s and 70s would gotcha. be her, her cultural touchstones would be the 70s. She's Obama's
0: okay. age. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. You know, I never know anybody's age, Charlotte. Everybody yeah. Fame to me. But wow. um, I think that it's amazing. And I think she's ready. The one thing is, as a black person in America... we've been dealing with the slings and arrows of people's otherism forever. So trying to start this birther bullshit again, it's like she's a prosecutor and she's ready. She's been in politics. When you're black here or a person of color in America, I know a lot of... Here's a little newsflash to some of you people out there listening who think we're going to say you're not from here. We've heard that our whole lives. Try something new. It is not going to stop us. The train has left the station. I know your racist tropes. You guys are used to them working. They sound great on television for you guys, but it doesn't work in real life. And the train has left the station, and we are moving ahead, whether well, you like it or not.
1: Well, here, let me just speak to that for a second. First off, I'm furious at the reporter who asked that question. Because Which is they,
0: insane, right? It's kind of right.
1: like, really?
0: She's in the Senate. Why are you asking that well, question?
1: Well, there was an article. It all started because there's an article in Newsweek by a lawyer who actually ran against her for AG in California. So he was biased. And it was nobody even knew that Newsweek was still being published, number one. Right. And I'm not saying that to be mean, but who the fuck reads Newsweek? So the reporter to ask that question was just the biggest softball in the entire world because you knew how he was going to answer it. Right. But in terms of, like, the otherism, I mean, obviously black and brown folks have it much more. But I will tell you that every – when. We never had a Catholic president because a lot of Protestants thought that Catholics were an- only answered to the Pope and they couldn't be real Americans. And they people think that Jews only answered to Israel, so they're not real Americans. We think that unless your fucking family came over on the Mayflower, you're still not a real American. So not right. a lot of people less and less, but there's always this otherism. We just do it. And to be to be honest or whatever... Black and brown and Jews and Italians and every ethnic group does it to each other, too. We do it to other groups. Well,
0: it's the divide and conquer. And that yeah. is what, that's what Trump did best. And that's why people need to pay attention because Trump can win again. What they have done in this country with him tossing all of those racist bones is all of the working class people of this country are fighting each other. And they're looking at each other like, you don't belong. Meanwhile, the wealthiest 1%, all of these policy changes, they're sitting back making more money than ever. The corporations now pay less taxes, making more money, laying people off, keeping the profits. And I look at everyone and I'm like, so you're yelling at the guy over there who has the same or less than you. And we're all screaming at each other. And what sense does that make? We've otherized everything. Like the fact that wearing a mask has turned into a political debate when there is a respiratory illness killing people. I look at Americans sometimes and I'm like, who are we? Like, where, well, how does this happen? It, it's happening worldwide, actually, because there was a huge
1: demonstration in Spain yesterday against masks, so it is unfortunately happening worldwide. But I was going to say, jumping on what you said about the racist tropes, I honestly don't think it's the racist tropes. That's just for his 35% of hillbillies. I think if, if those are not... I don't think those work as well as, as, as people might think. I think... No, I but, think it's,
0: they, but it's the sound, like what it is is the, the, the sound bites of it all, right? But it yeah. is disgusting to keep putting that shit out there because it does, it, he's playing to like this, this sliver group of people, but what you're starting to see is so many more people, even people that we all know feel that way. I stay off of Facebook now, except for putting stuff on our... Facebook page, please follow us. At I'ma let you finish on Facebook. Uh that's where I spend most of my time because when I go down my timeline, I see people I know and some of the shit that's coming out of their mouths. I'm just like, even when it comes to Kamala, and I'm like, wow. You know, black people and I from black and white people, and I've seen so many, you know, our you know, there's some of our I like to call them the the Ivy League black set that we all know. And here comes all of the things about Kamala this Kamala that and I'm like you know what people y'all are never happy take a page out of the Republicans book okay they're like look that's our candidate we may not like him but we're voting for him and I think people are looking at this election in especially Democrats in the wrong way Joe Biden is older we know this I believe he's a one-term president but I also believe he's doing this to be a bridge all of the things you want younger candidates a younger, a a new democratic sort of of of, uh, program that you want to try to roll out, it's going to come. Not These next four years will be trying to fix all of the shit that's fucked up, but it's also to set up whoever's going to come after Joe. So I think people who are like, I don't like him, who are Democrats, look, you know what your choices are. Just like in 2016, there was no fantasy going to be something else. You need to look at Joe Biden as the bridge to the things you want. Start propping up these young candidates that you want that can step in and be like an Obama and come in in these next four years and turn it out. What people really need to also be concentrating on are the Senate races and House of Representative races. It is important to keep the House, but it is really important to, keep, to, to, to flip the Senate because Trump could win again, but if, if the Democrats hold the Senate in the House, you will be able to curtail some of this shit. Like Ruth Bader Ginsburg is not going to be able to hold on for another four years. She's just not. So we already have a conservative-leaning uh, Supreme Court now. So folks need to take this seriously.
1: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, not to, and then you know. I, you know, I mean, not to state the obvious. If he, if, if. If people really did support him, he wouldn't have to cheat. If you have a really good basketball team, you don't have, you know, you don't have to cheat. And he's cheating.
0: Well, he and, cheated I, the first time around. They
1: went to busted his hell. No, but he's really cheating now. Let me tell you something. When my mailman, who I've known for oh a million God. years, Let's I live talk in, about
0: this. yeah
1: uh, When I, all right. So my, I live in an apartment building, right? And I've known my mailman for a gazillion years. Lovely man. All right. So when they open up in an apartment building, they open up all the individual boxes, and sometimes. I'll see my mail in my box and I'll go, hey, Warren, can I grab my mail? And he'll go, yeah, fine. Technically, that is against the law. I am not supposed to access my mail if other people's mail is there. But he trusts me, so he lets me do it. When another mailman is there and I'll say, hey, can I grab my mail? They'll go, no, that's against the law. Okay, so that's considered tampering with the mail. If I touch somebody, if I'm getting my own goddamn mail, so how is this not tampering with the mail what Trump is doing They are tampering with the mail
0: Well and voter suppression we're
1: tampering literally watch
0: I watch all of these people screaming about the Constitution, the Constitution And meanwhile, where is that talk now because well we like him so it's okay. Do no, they only am- care
1: about they only care about two amendments in the Constitution that's they care true. about the first and the second and they care more about the second than the
0: first. And you ask them what the other ones are. They know the fifth, but ask them what the other ones are. They can't even tell you what the other amendments are. Oh,
1: by the way, hundredth anniversary of the nineteenth
0: amendment, women's right to vote this week. Right. Nice. Yeah.
1: No yeah, I mean, you know Well,
0: um, white women's right to vote because women of color did not get that right until years after. We need to make yeah. that distinction. <laughs> um, That's really important.
1: But um what I was gonna say is is that it's Look, I mean, it, it's it's the, the thing with Trump. It's like it's like when you have this horrible, horrible partner, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, and they do one shitty thing, and you're like, oh my god, and then they do another shitty thing, and and then finally you're just like, fine, whatever. You learn to accept it, and we're so beaten down right now that we can't even tell what's really wrong or what's really not wrong. Though I would say that he's the whole male thing that really hurts. It hurts people outside of the big cities more than it hurts people in the cities. So this might be the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back because it
0: really does. No, it's it's hurting people in the cities because people in the cities are suddenly getting their medications laid. Um, They've been removing mailboxes in the big cities. I mean, how alarming is it? When in your lifetime have you ever seen a truck going around taking mailboxes off the street? Like, I've never seen that in my life. Right before an election, as the man keeps screaming, I don't want mail-in voting, I don't want mail-in voting. And the person that he's appointed to be postmaster general is one of his donors. Like, the things that they have allowed and then they scream the Constitution is like, it's mind boggling, the fuckery of it all. But guess what? We're not falling for it. And people, stay in the streets. Stay in the streets until November, third. And I'm telling you this, I don't care if I have to put on five hazmat suits. I will vote in person because I'm not going to fall for the fuckery of this mail-in ballot shit. And I'm telling anybody who wants to vote by mail-in ballot, get your ballot now and send that shit in immediately. Don't wait till the last minute. But I really would say for all of the states to have early voting, people get out there and vote early. And if you can, like caravan Take your neighbors, get in a car together and go to the polling places and vote in person because we're already seeing the setup for trying to steal an election.
1: Oh, yeah. The, no, well, the, you know, the, the again, the irony is that at the same time this is going on, there's people being uh, arrested and there's rioting in the streets in Belarus. And, you know, we were the country that would go into other countries to monitor um, elections. And if this were going on, People in, being
0: arrested and riding in the streets in America. Now we're not. Well, we, now I, it's now it's the fourth or fifth or sixth story on the news. Like what's happening in Portland and all of these places. No, yeah. I'm
1: talking. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the election in Belarus. That's my uh, point right, was is right, that. Right. But the point is, is that if this this was behavior that people used to look at the United States to come into other countries and monitor to make sure they were free and safe elections. And the irony is, is now we are the country where other countries are probably gonna have to come in and monitor if we have free or safe elections. Well, you know what's
0: really interesting? What we're seeing is other countries that have racist leaders and dictators are using Donald Trump as their model. So we went from being the country that people would look at as aspirational and I want to come here, and now we're seeing all these far-right movements all through Europe, and Donald Trump is their god. They're looking at him like, yes, you have it right. So I, I just, you know, it's a mess. Oh, and did you see, I just got a breaking alert while we were in the prone. The Trump administration announces plans for a new oil and gas hold on new oil and gas why is this going away? New oil and gas program that clears the way for drilling in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife uh, Reserve.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, like got, like nothing
0: nothing is sacred with this dude. He no, doesn't they, care about your health. He doesn't care about the, he doesn't care about anything.
1: Nope. I mean, you know, I yeah, I mean, it's like expecting it's it's like expecting my cat to do algebra. I no longer, and, you know i and, and
0: before we get up to the subject, I'm so tired of his otherism and, otherism and and birtherisms and the first lady of the United States currently was not born in the United States. And neither were her parents who they used chain migration to get them their citizenship. The same thing that he says should not be allowed for other people. But that's it. We don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about all of this more closer to the election because it just gives me agita. Now let's go to your favorite person what in the hell is going on with Ellen DeGeneres? (laughs) I
1: I have nothing to say about Ellen DeGeneres. I think she's marginally talented and always has been. No, I think it's very obvious from looking at her that she's a fucking vindictive cunt next. I mean, it's look at her. I mean, you can just tell that she's mean. I never watch her show. Not because I'm so fabulous and snobby. I just never found her whatever. I mean, her only, she's always just kind of given off this air of being sort of a bitch. And I mean, she's, it doesn't, nothing surprises me in television. I think it's, you know, she'll probably very gradually ease out. It
0: happened during the
1: summer, so that's good for her. I mean, I've heard, I've always heard she's me, and I always heard Rose. was I've me. Heard, I've heard, yeah, yeah, I've
0: heard, I've heard that, I've I mean, heard, heard James Whispers Corden. About is, her for years. I've heard
1: James Corden is not nice. I mean, I've heard, you know, the, look, I don't, you know, I, and I'm not saying this again that I'm so highfalutin. I just don't watch her, and I never have right. watched her. But the only person Why do I you can... think
0: the implosion is happening now for her? Because it's coming thick and heavy. My favorite part of it is the celebrity is like, she's always great to me. Kevin Hart, she's always great to me and my people and my family. I'm like, you're one of the most fucking famous men on the planet. You don't work for her. You're not on that staff. Of course she's going to be nice to you. Of course she's going to be nice to your family. Of course she's going to be nice to your people. That's an extension of you. We're talking about people who are working in our office, and all of a sudden the paparazzi fake shots of them at lunch and all of these shots. It's like I love this old school Hollywood. We'll have lunch on this terrace, and the paparazzi will get all these different shots of us. It's like it's bullshit, and you're mean. Well, I mean,
1: I think that the reason that it's come up now is, first off, everybody's indoors, it's the summer, and she's not taping. And the second, I mean, the reason people like Kevin Hart is because she went to bat for him when he got accused of homophobia, so it's You know, tit for tat. That's what that's
0: about. Is that why? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, she she backed
1: him up, you know, because then he could go, look, a gay person thinks I'm okay. (laughs)
0: And she's like, look, I got Kevin Hart. And we're all like, so what? The people on your staff are like, shit's fucked up. So we don't give a fuck that you were nice to Kevin and his family.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that that's basically it. I mean, I think that it's summer. Summer, you know, people are indoors. People are, she's not on right now. So you can't actually do anything to her. You can't boycott because there's no show to boycott. I think she's just going to go away. I think she'll lose endorsements and that's it. She's not Next. going
0: away. That show's coming back in September. Already uh, said she is now going away. Here's uh, the thing. Americans, they, they will go, I bet you her ratings for the first show are going to be through the roof because everybody's going to tune in to hear what she's going to say. Because now she, there's no way she could just come out and do some happy monologues and not have something to say.
1: Yeah. No like, way. Like I said, I've only seen her show when I'm in doctor's waiting rooms. <laughs> and I'm not saying that to be like I'm so fucking elite or something. I right. just have never found her interesting.
0: I yeah, really yeah. haven't. I don't I watch mean, the show either, yeah. Yeah,
1: and it's not I think like like when I said, it first
0: came on. I have to say the first years I did tune in because it was fun. Remember she used to dance and she just seemed like a breath of fresh air.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, and again, it's not because I don't like girls, women. It's not. It's not because...
0: I'm never going to live that down. (laughs) you will not.
1: Um, But I just don't find her interesting. I mean, it's just, you know, I I, I don't, you know, I never, I just don't find her interesting. So, good luck, Ellen. We'll be thinking. Thoughts and prayers. Thoughts and prayers.
0: (laughs) And I hope your WAP stays in good condition. And speaking of WAP, (laughs) what do you think of everybody's Oh, shock! At just how oh, raunchy please. two women can be on a song. They're well, all okay, so I got
1: I got to be really honest. I mean, um I have never been someone who is super like yay about overtly sexual anything. I mean, it's right. not you know I it's not that I'm a prude and it's not that I but I just have never been like. I don't need to see everything. I don't. I certainly never liked it with men because it was like, you know, my fucking dick is popping through her head. <laughs> it's like, I was like, that's the way to get a girl, you know. <laughs> I'm glad that you literally took a script, and I'm putting that in quotes from Pornhub, and decided to make your entire your uh, your screenplay around this. So, you know, that has just never been appealing to me. And part of it, I guess, is because You know, having a kid and like having to censor stuff. And again, I'm not anti sex. I'm not any of that stuff. I'm just saying that never found it appealing. I was a little bothered by Little Kim when she came out, even though it was fun. I am just, it's just not my thing. I think that this is, once again, much ado about nothing. I think uh, when you have CeeLo critiquing it, it's like you're a rapist, CeeLo, and you have. You had your shirt off, which is way n- not attractive. I think what saves this—well, first off, it's just not that great a song, which is not my of- only
0: issue. My issue is, listen, I know it's not for me. I'm a 53-year-old man. They didn't make that record for me, and it's fine. No,
1: not at all. I yeah.
0: love a good raunchy record. I yeah. love it. Just make it fierce. I feel like hoes in this house. We—you don't know how much that is a club classic, and that song pump. When that shit used to come on, it's like, boom. So, I just feel like I wanted some, mm, to that track. I wanted it to make me feel like, yeah, like, get me, like, like make me want to grind to it. I just don't think it's a great song. I have no problem with Raunch. Yeah, I love exactly. a good Raunchy record.
1: Yeah, Raunchy, I don't, I, Raunchy is different to me than sexually explicit. Does that make any sense? Like, Raunchy, I don't, you know, I don't mind a double entendre and stuff like that. I just don't want to hear, I want to suck your dick. I mean, that to me is not interesting. It's like a dick pic is not interesting. The person behind GSM. the dick is interesting. Not yeah, I'm just, well, no, but I'm, I'm speaking from my perspective. Yeah, I just, yeah. I just think it's like then it's just genitalia. Like who fucking cares? It's the other stuff. But I think what saves us on first off, it looks like they're just having a lot of fun. Right. Cardi always looks like she's Cardi always looks like she's in on the joke. Mm -hmm. Cardi always looks like she's got a little smile and that little look at the end of the video where they're sort of sneaking off and looking. So I, that to me is Cardi. And I guess Megan to some point too, it's like they're not all looking all serious and glaring at the camera. They're, they're having a good time. So I'm, I, I find that part really, really um, that's the saving grace to me. But that said, if I read one more Think piece on Which this. Which is so talk.
0: stupid. It's oh, so dumb. It's like, come it's on, so, you know. I'm like, we have a history of nasty records from all of this, all of the male nasty records. Come on. I just wanted it to be better. But then again, it's not for my, it's not for my no, generation. No, it's not for it's, us it's,
1: at all. Yeah. And the young
0: generation that is four, they seem to fucking love it.
1: Yeah. You love yeah. it? So, I love yeah, so love
0: Good thing. Yeah. You.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, it's fun, whatever. I watched the video like once or twice. It's fun, cute. I, I like Cardi more as a person than I'm necessarily a fan of her music, mm-hmm. which is fine. But Cardi to me is so interesting as a person because she's politically so progressive and so left-wing, which I really like. And she is a rags-to-riches story. The, yep. and, and, and I loved her on Love & Hip Hop. Loved her on Love and & Hip Hop. And she's just a smart cookie.
0: You it's know? so funny. My mom asked me recently, why do people like this girl so much? And, and I, tra- I explained it to her and she was like, I completely get it. I said, you know, it's an aspirational story totally. to a lot of people. I said, you know, a few years ago, maybe five, six years ago, this girl was a stripper. You know what I mean? And I said, isn't it everybody's dream? You always, people make jokes about the stripper. Oh, she's going to school. She's going. I said, but a lot of those girls are doing other stuff and they have a dream of something else. And to be able to really make it and, and not shun it and be like, I did what I needed to do to survive and I ate and I did my stuff. And to get on, you know, trying to make my music, and then you get on Love and hip hop, and so many people have been on Love and hip hop. What we always talk about in that show? Everybody's in the studio. You hear a lot of people in the studio, but you don't ever hear a lot of records. But right. everybody's in the studio. And she was trying and trying and trying, and then to have Bodak Yellow just kind of blow up the way she like. It was like the stars aligned, a little bit of fairy dust sprinkled down on her, and and you didn't see a, you didn't see a woman who suddenly tried to shun her past, change the way she talks. And I was like, and I said to my mom, I was like, you know, more people speak like her than speak like proper, you know, blah, blah, blah. So they look at her and they say, oh, my God, it happened for her. And I think that keeps people's dreams alive, thinking it's never too late. It doesn't matter what my past is. It doesn't matter if my past is something where I took off my clothes. If I work really hard, there is a chance that I can make my dream come true. And that's aspirational.
1: Yeah, well, I would prefer women not have to be
0: strippers to be aspirational. Absolutely, but, yeah. but no, but that's two different things. See, when yeah. people, I see, and, and I think when, when people say stuff like that, then it kind of, it almost diminishes that part a little. And I think that's the reason why it's aspirational. There are some people who want to be strippers. I don't think that's most people's first choice, right? So I think that's why it's aspirational, because she got out and she did something else, and she followed her dreams, and they came true.
1: Yeah, and I, again, I think it boils down with her. Um, she seems like a she seems like a good person. The only time yeah. I had the only times I had issues with her is when she went back with her husband. But that's her decision. You look at her, and you look at Nicki Minaj, who I guess was her closest um uh, counterpart, Nikki does not seem like a nice person. Nikki does not. I, I mean, Nikki is talented, but Nikki does not seem like a nice person. It's the conversation we always have about, you know, Madonna and somebody else. At some point, someone is going to look at you and go, you know, and, it, and it's something that even it boils down into politics, you know, the would I want to have a beer with them type of stuff.
0: And, and, you know, it was funny that you said nice because, you know, I posted on our Instagram, and follow us on Instagram if you're not, I'm going to let you finish, and why, something that Mariah said, and she said, we don't always have to be the nicest person in the room. Now, what that means is in your business, because sometimes when you're in business, being nice can get you trampled, so you have to be really strong, and you have to really fight for, for your point. But that doesn't mean not be a nice person. There's a time when you have to turn on being full business cunt. That's male or women. So I'm not saying that as a woman as a cunt. You know what I mean? You have to be, especially in entertainment. Entertainment, man, listen, it will roll you over. But that does not mean you need to walk around being a shitty, rude person. And there's so, let me just, honey, listen, I'm not going to name names because I'm not that shady bitch. But so many people would be surprised by the amount of people that they love who sell love and happiness and empowerment who are not nice people in real life that they, they can turn that switch on and they give you that and that's how they make their money and that switch turns off when the camera's not rolling and you're like oh my god you're really fucking horrible you're a horrible horrible person so i don't think you always have to be nice but um I think you should be a good person and a, and, and, and a decent person. Nice in business doesn't always work, but I think in your real life and dealing with people, it's okay to be it's okay to be decent and, and, a, and, a, and a nice person.
1: I think that that's only a question though that women have to address. No one cares of a man. I honestly don't think that. No, it's typically... it's the
0: truth. But but the problem is, and a lot of times for women in this industry, you got men making these decisions for them. So if you sit around and go on to get on, you'll find yourself. In a lot of positions that, that, that you don't want to be in. Sometimes, like, I've, I've had to watch, listen, the one thing I will give Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter is she's still a nice person, but she's a really strong businesswoman and you're not going to back her into the corner and she's not going to sit in the room and just be nice to get along, to get on. She's going to say her thought and, and do her shit. But when that meeting is over, she's the nicest person you could ever meet. Yeah, so You got to be yeah, tough. Exactly. And, and yeah. I think a lot of times with women, they get scared to be that. And it's like, no, step up. This is a business, and you're a businesswoman. And I always tell that to young artists. I'm like, understand this is a business. And don't let anybody make you feel uncomfortable in a way. Don't let anybody make you feel over-sexualized. Don't make anybody make you feel like you have to do some shit that you really don't want to do. Like you can stand up and say, no, you don't have to be the nice one in the room. and Be like, well, okay, I guess that's right. Well, we're true. You know.
1: Women are, I mean, this goes back. I mean, you know, women, we, women are conditioned to not be aggressive because we're told if you're aggressive, you're ambitious and you know, women are trained ultimately to not supersede the men in their lives. Right. So it's going to translate into, you know, it's going to translate. The the worst thing a woman can be if she's in a relationship is smarter than the guy that she's with.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: so women, you know, it, it's, and, you know, I, it's, I think they are not so much nice. I think it's being even-handed. I think it's... But it is. I mean, the first question I used to always get asked when I would do interviews, I mean, when I would leave, people would go, what are they like? Are they nice? That's People just want to know that someone's nice. You know? It's, it's are, so they a good pers- are they a good person? Did you... You know, when I interviewed Amy Winehouse, everybody expected she was going to be a raging bitch, and she's not. She or was not. She was actually quite nice in her own way. You know?
0: But, I mean, damaged... It's so funny now that you just and- said that, because I never really thought about it. But... The number one question people used to ask me about B is, is she nice?
1: Is she nice? What's she like and as so a person? What's like, she like, you know? So
0: I think they almost felt like when she came in the room, she was like floating on a gold sort of shade with me carrying her well, around. Well, that's because there's so many people who are not nice. And it's and she's so, so nice. She's such a nice person. And she's the same person that I met 20 million years ago. She's wiser and she's smarter
1: She's but she's still her. funny.
0: And listen, she likes a good joke, and we and a good kiki. She's she's a and she's kind. She yeah. really is a kind person. She's yeah, a,
1: no, it helps. I mean, yeah, it, it, a it's it's one of my one of my new things that give me hope is I follow by the I follow Debbie Mazer and her husband mm-hmm. on Instagram. she's another
0: nice person.
1: She's a really nice person. I mean, you It's so tell. funny to see
0: a Madonna best friends because it's the total opposite. No. Debbie is such a nice person, and she's a Leo. I mean, you have Madonna. <laughs> Yeah, no,
1: it's just, you know, it's just sort of fun. Yeah, I mean, basically, it always helps to be a good person, basically. Yeah. More than nice, it helps to be a good person yeah. and have a moral compass. It, it will not hurt you in the end to be a good yeah. person, you know, what? no matter what field you're in. But women are under, and especially, you know, black and brown women are under this pressure to not be too aggressive. And I've had the same situation myself where people have asked me, how much do you charge? For something, And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to ask that because maybe they'll think I'm being too pushy. And then I hear
0: about I a guy. I hate that you guys have to have that whole and a dialogue guy, in your head. And then a
1: guy doing the same goddamn thing. And I'm like, wait a minute. How come right. he got to get that much money? <laughs> because he wasn't afraid
0: to ask for it.
1: That's my fault. That's why whenever people yep. say Jews are good with money, I say, uh-uh. <laughs> Some of us didn't get the class. Some of us were napping when they had the Jews with money class. And I'm like,
0: really? I mean,
1: you just pay me what you think I'm worth. You know I'm terrible. No, with you this need shit. to be able
0: to go in there and say I want this.
1: Yeah, I and know. And know your worth in it. I know it'll happen eventually. When, well, I, have it's, to, it's when younger,
0: I have to, move this younger into... generation of women. They're 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 honey. They're busy. Biz- that's I love seeing. It. My sister's a businesswoman. I love seeing this younger generation of women who are like knowing their worth, going out there making that money, and they're they're not letting people do things like you know what are the words when they announce. Uh, uh kamala it was my first thing i said to my friend was how long is it going to be before um somebody calls her angry and aggressive well it took 20 minutes it was oh, only yeah. 20 minutes <laughs> before i was like she's angry i'm like wow 20 minutes before that came up so like, yeah. of course it's like trump was like well when she lost you know in the primaries she was really angry it's like not No, how about she was disappointed? Most people, when they lose something, are disappointed. But, of course, she's angry.
1: Yeah, well, you know, welcome to the world of being a woman,
0: you know. Right. It's so difficult for us. I
1: know. Yeah, welcome to the, I mean, this is just, it's not
0: going to go away. It really no. isn't. It's but this younger generation of women are changing the narrative because... Ah,
1: you would be surprised. I would, I'm very... You're no, right in a just way. Let me tell you
0: something. I'm, not, I'm, I'm never going to be that cynical because I'm always going to say, I see these girls fighting the good fight, and I stand with them because they are not going to sit back and just let somebody roll them the same way. They don't. All mm-hmm. These, these I, don't. And I know a lot of... I'm looking at a bunch of the women in my life that I know now. Like I know a bunch of women who are... In really powerful positions that make more than their spouses, you know what I mean, and they're they're doing their thing, and I'm really proud of that, you know. And yeah. not they're not following the same old tropes of I shouldn't want more, I shouldn't be aggressive and go after the things that I want to go after. They're, no, they're like I'm going for it, and I yeah, think I, that's, that's that's dope. No.
1: I agree with you, but I'm just saying. I wish those women, and it and it's a lesson. I wish those women would then identify and realize that they are feminists and support other women. A lot of them don't. That's what I'm
0: going to say. What, um, can, I want to ask you because you're a woman. I am. What, what is that? What is that with women? Because with- we're told we're because. Well, first
1: off, I think it's over exaggerated. Be honest with you. I think I think because we're told we're conditioned, not we're 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 groomed to some extent, to find someone, you know, and, and men are, you know, th- not all men, obviously, and not all women. I'm very grateful that I was raised by parents who told me I could do whatever I wanted to do, right. you know, and to not let anybody but, you know, tell me I couldn't do something. But women are conditioned. We we we're, We take somebody's name when we get married. How fucking ridiculous is that? We right. take someone's name. Up until... Maybe you know up until maybe fifty years ago when you got married, it was man and wife. So I became a wife. The woman becomes a wife, but you stay a man.
0: So I mean, did it's you take it's, your was, husband's name. No. Okay. Well, Stephen, there you go. You're 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 you did it. So no, but a
1: lot of women. But that doesn't mean just because I and most women don't anymore. But just because that's also because first off, it wasn't that diff- if my name was like Amy John Jingle. Jinkelheimer Schmitz. I would have changed it, but it was not. (laughs) Lyndon is a verb, and also I had been published at that point, so I wasn't going to change my name.
0: Well, but Um, but but that's part, and you got married. A gazillion years ago. So I I feel like like you're a walking example of how to be strong and be like, I have an identity.
1: No, I'm saying, and it's not that that important. No, most women I know do not. Actually, funnily enough, the only place, the only document you will see my married, my married name on is, it's so funny, is my son's birth certificate because I swear to God, in the back of my mind as I was signing this, and I'm not even lying, I thought, okay, use his last name, because uh, if you ever have to file for child support, yeah. you can prove your marriage. That's what I was that, thinking. Wait.
0: At the moment after your child was yeah. born.
1: Well, I mean, I recuperated for a minute, obviously. But
0: when they're like, here's the birth certificate. Here's the birth certificate. Fill it out. I was was like, like, yeah. Yeah. No,
1: and it's not even like my name, my, you know, it's not even my first name, my quote-unquote maiden name, and my then-husband's name. It's just Amy then-husband. And I was like, that is the reason. It's the only (laughs) document I have. only document I have with that name on it. And in fact, when you're married, you have to, when you get divorced, you have Uh, to petition to get your maiden name back,
0: which is crazy. But so many of my friends who got divorced have uh, gone back to their maiden names. Yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, I mean, I just never, and a lot of women don't. But what I'm saying, to answer your question, the point is, is that I think that a lot of, you know, I mean, God, you know, you want to go back to the Bible? You want to go back to cavemen? We're conditioned, less and less so, but we are conditioned to just sort of take a back seat. Right. To some right. extent, right. you know, and and it's just it's you know it the fact that we have never had a woman president just says all you need to know, and the fact that we it, it's such a big deal that a woman is in power is is crazy, you know.
0: So right.
2: that's
1: what it is. I mean, you know, it's it sucks, man, it sucks. um well, I have a
0: question for you because uh, I have a lot of friends who are teachers, and you're a teacher and a professor. How do you well, feel professor about...
1: Just means, well, as soon as you step into a college class and you get called professor, I used to, I'm like, look at me. I'm a professor. It means nothing. But anyway. Right. Yes. How, do you,
0: how do you feel about returning to in-person teaching this fall? Um, I'm not doing it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's well, I how I said,
0: feel. I thought you said it was one, oh, one day a I week. Yeah, years. at
1: one school. All right. Well, I teach at two schools. One's a huge school. One's a small school. At the small school, I will be going in one day a week under very controlled of their like the equivalent of the NBA bubble but with teaching and um I'll be fine and I don't think it's going to be an issue because it's super controlled. It would be I will be around as many people as I would be in Trader Joe's on a given day. So it's not going to be bad. At the at the other school it's going to be all online and it sucks because part of my part of my talent as an educator is my ability to just
0: Charm the <laughs> Charm the <road>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and they look at me and they go, yo, professor, where'd you get those sneakers? See, they can't see what I'm wearing. And I'm just like all my festive wardrobe. I'm not going to be able to rock that. So I am very excited.
0: Well, yeah, you're going to be on Zoom, right? They will no, see, no, no, no.
1: But the point is that I haven't worn lipstick except for once in like four months, five months. So, yeah, I mean, the at home stuff sucks because I'm just saying it's it's there is something sort of fun about getting dressed up to go to work, I have to say.
0: My underwear drawer has been full and almost barely untouched for three years. Yeah.
1: But I think I think that most of the school, I think New York City, I think it's going to open up in New York City, and within a month it's going to shut down.
0: Right.
1: Right. I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to open up, and we do have the positivity rates to support it, but we don't have the infrastructure to support it. You know, right. so right. So I think it's going to open up, and by November they're going to shut down, and then it's going to be back to the races again.
0: So. Have you been watching any of the NBA
1: basketball,
0: speaking no, of the
1: No, no, I'm an idiot. Been, I didn't even know it was happening. Uh,
0: well, it's to start today because the playoffs start today. And the wow, Brooklyn that Net, was
1: fast. That was fast. It, <laughs>
0: that was, the Brooklyn Nets play the Toronto Raptors at 1 o'clock.
1: Really? Okay. it starts yes, okay. at 1 o'clock.
0: Let me just tell, It it's been a lot. It's, I have to tell you. They it's did been, an
1: excellent job. They did an excellent job controlling it.
0: Absolutely. His. And it's been a lot. More, It's been really competitive, like the games, like you expect them to be. You know, first off, of all, it's going to be weird without the crowd. These dudes been playing their asses off. It's been real. Dame Lillard has been phenomenal. Been I've heard he's been doing Phenomenal. It right. yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah, no, it- <laughs>
1: You know what it is? It's like there was no sports for so long that right. when I would channel surf and I'd see sports, like oh, it must be a repeat. You know, <laughs> I was like, what are they yeah. doing? No, but that NBA bubble thing should be. I mean, granted, they have more money than God and they can yeah. control things, but that isn't. An- Excellent. I mean, really. Hockey
0: and, did it too. They're they're, yeah. they're in Toronto. Yeah. Yeah. Toronto. No,
1: it's really really smart. Unfortunately, you can't do that with baseball. You can't right. do that
0: with football or soccer. And we see what's been happening with baseball. Like every other day, there's like yeah. three different. Teams, I think that's like, a
1: wash. I think baseball's a wash. Well, they
0: haven't canceled the season yet. They're still going. So we Are shall they? see. Well, it's, yeah. it's a wash for the Mets because, of course, as usual, they just keep losing and they're in last place. Yeah. So and we go Islanders, even. go Islanders. The Islanders are in the, the Stanley Club playoffs right now. And you're rooting they, for they the Islanders. A, just, listen, I root for every New York team because I know it's not going to be the Jets. I know it's not going to be yeah. the Giants. Like yeah. the Knicks, the Knicks weren't even invited. They were like, you're so bad. You're not even invited to the bubble. <laughs>
1: I know, really. The Knicks are like, you need to stand outside the bubble and wear a mask. Oh, you have COVID? Who could tell? Right, right.
0: They're like, the Knicks, they're like, you're, we don't, like, yeah, okay, hi. So embarrassing. It's so so embarrassing.
1: embarrassing. It's like, literally, it's like, we want you to die. Stand outside the
0: bubble and wave. You can wave us through the bubble.
1: Oh, my I God. Know. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah. So I have you been to-
0: going? Have you been going outside the house more? What, what are we... What, yeah, what's going yeah. On I
1: mean, you know, I mean, it's... I don't... You know, I mean, it's... It's. This is going to be our way of life. I mean, honestly, the main thing that keeps me from going out a lot... Well, there's nowhere to go, but... um it's because I, I the mask just I get so my face gets so sweaty that I'm yeah. just like oh I can't even deal with this fucking mask I'd rather sit at home I do not feel lonely particularly I don't right. feel like I'm missing anything I don't feel like I'm missing anything because there's nothing to miss.
0: You and your neighbors on your oh but guys, I was gonna say okay, to, okay, okay I mean, this is what you, you don't just, understand guys who are listening to this. so Amy lives in I, I live so I have out, an outdoor
1: I have an outdoor space, <laughs> I an outdoor space. <laughs> she, she lives in a
0: penthouse me. that she bought years ago in in I, Fort Greene. And she's got area. a fabulous outdoor space. A yeah, no, I
1: said that. That saved my life. I mean, that yeah. has saved my life. But what's nice is that the museums are opening up next week in yeah. New York, yeah, yeah, yeah. and that'll be fun. And like this week. And
0: it's 25% capacity, which is yeah. great. You can
1: actually really see stuff. And what's really nice is, like, the Brooklyn Botanic Gardens opened up last week, and I have, like, a time ticket to go on Friday because they do, like, a soundscape now at certain hours. So that'll be cool. I mean, it, it, it's just the freedom to go someplace other than, like, the supermarket. But I am a lot less freaked out than I was. Yeah. I, I mean, have, I'm a, yeah. So I for have, me, it's
0: just been, like, about – I've been playing a lot of – um just digging through albums that I love and a lot of different live albums because, you know, the part about music that I love the best is really going to a show. And like, we're just not in New York. We're not going to be able to go to a show for a while. So I've been like rediscovering shit like Donny Hathaway's 1970s live album where one side A was recorded live to Troubadour in LA and side B was recorded at the Bitter End, And it's just so good. And it just brings me that vibe of, being at a concert, and then, like, I was having a little disco moment. I pulled out Sylvester's double album, Living Proof, the one with the live, when he played at the San Francisco Memorial Opera House and just finding my life. And then I started rediscovering really albums that I love that weren't the biggest hits, but just remind me of summer. Uh, Katie Lang has this great album called Invincible Summer, which was not one of her. Bigger hit album. Yeah, and I've never is. heard of that actually. It's so beautiful. And it's like, it's it's basically a, a love note to the summer. And it's, it's oh, about. She's nice, a- by the
1: way. Katie Lang is a nice That's person. Nice just going to throw and that in about,
0: there. Like, <laughs> falling in love in the summer. And it's just, she's got great songs like Consequences of Falling in Love. I'm going to send you that album. And it's very like Bossa Nova ish. And it's oh, perfect for cool. the dog days of summer and just yeah. chilling and. Having a glass of wine—it's—it's it's good stuff. Good, good, good,
1: good. Yeah, no, she's nice, Katie Lynn. Okay. She's very nice. I just thought I'd mention that—that that not all, um, and, and it just like she, she is very nice. Um, I, you know, what I miss about the summer, um, the con—I mean, I like going to concerts too. I don't go. To a ton anymore because I don't get in for free, uh, <laughs> and you know they're expensive. I can't. When them you gold. call the right
0: people, you could. You just you yeah. got like you get shit when you. They call don't the do right people.
1: they don't do ticket buys the way they used to. They used to do like massive ticket buys. But the point is that what I do miss and what New York in the summer is right. the the what's great in the summer in the United States, but particularly in the big cities, is the international acts coming over. So you right. would have. You know, you'd um, go to the park and you'd see, you know, the first time I ever saw Yusu was in a park, and you'd see yeah. Salif Keita, and you'd oh, see all these amazing yeah. acts. So that, there's something to me very, I, I associate summer in New York with the the all, live music, but especially the international acts, and but, you know, the, the, Lats, the acts from Latin America, the acts from Africa, because I guess that's their best time to tour. But there was just something very intrinsically and I really miss um going to Bam a lot, uh, Brooklyn right. Academy of music. Their season is shut down for the fall. Oh, um wow. Yeah, no, I mean it's it's yeah, it's just that sense. So I think that's part of the reason why um I haven't had the level of panic I thought I would have because mm-hmm. it's it's just it, you can't it's not like we're living someplace and everybody else is getting to do something and we can't, you know the people who are doing something, it's gotten to the point now where we look at people who are going out and going to concerts like as idiots. They're like, look at them. They're all smoking cigarettes and they're bad people. So (laughs) we, you know what I mean? It's like become like being that much in a group has been, is looked down now upon. Um, Anyway, so I have not, it has not been bothering me as much, but I do definitely associate summertime with, with concerts, with outdoor concerts, with free concerts. So that has yeah. been definitely a downside,
0: for sure. Yes, definitely yeah. definitely a downside. Like, the other day, I was just, you know, uh, Storm and Norman, who does uh, this party in Harlem called Sunday Sermon. And it's such a great party where we dance. And it's across the street from my house. It used to be in Morningside Park, but now it happens in St. Nick Park. And, that oh, you know, it okay. hasn't happened. And, you know, it's just we would go and just sit on the grass and hear some house music. And everybody in Harlem would be there. We'd have our picnics. And it was so communal, and I miss the community. That's what yeah. I miss the most, just having that moment, because music does that, right? We'd all be together in the summer and laughing, and and it just feels so good, and, you know, music is that thing that, music makes the people come together, you know what I mean? It's definitely that, I, I miss that, and, you know, we're not going to have that until summer 2021, you know? If, if, right. if. Right. And I mean, Amy and I were supposed to Fucking go see the Pet Shop Boys in September. Well, and we hadn't secured.
1: All right. To be fair, we had a verbal. Uh, I had. Okay. I had a verbal agreement or text agreement from the publicist that she would definitely keep me in mind for tickets.
0: But so we didn't have tickets in hand, no, but in my no, no, mind no, no, no. we did. I did, because I also have a friend who deals with tickets and shit, and he was like, I'll, I'll make sure you have two tickets oh, to pass. So we had tickets.
1: <laughs> and I would have wanted to see the Harry Styles tour too.
0: No, I wouldn't have wanted to see that, but <laughs> no, but he's
1: really have you ever seen his live when he does performances? He's puts on a he has a really good band. He's really I've good. You know, live.
0: So. I I'm just not into him. I think I don't play you know. his records. I think he makes love decent him. records, but love i'm him. just I'm not into it. And I just could see me in there with the five hundred thousand screaming girl really ready to pull my hair out. <laughs> I love him.
1: I think he's I think he's.
0: I think I think
1: he's getting actually a much more diverse... I mean, definitely the girls. But watermelon is
0: like, the number one song in America right now. I
1: think it's finally made it to the top of the Hot 100. You know why? Because watermelon is the number one fruit, in my <laughs> humble opinion. That's For what sure. I associate with Summer. This was the thing... Okay. What I was nervous about in terms of the pandemic of the million things that I love watermelon, I can eat like a watermelon in four days. I cut my watermelon up. I put salt on it. I'm very, very happy with my watermelon. And I was like, Oh God, what if I can't get watermelon? Cause it's super, but I have watermelon now. And if I have watermelon, I'm happy. That's true. It's sad, but true. I like watermelon with salt. There yeah. I go. I like big butts and I cannot lie. And I like watermelon oh and salt. <laughs> That's it. <laughs>
0: All, All right. right, kid. Well, you know, it's been a long day, and I need to get back to listening to my mini Ripperton Adventures in Paradise album because I just feel like it's a Monday. The sun is out after a rainy, shitty day yesterday. You're alive and healthy. I'm alive and healthy. Yeah, I finally got a doctor's appointment to get my annual checkups and stuff because my doctor's only doing tele tele help and stuff. So she's in the office like one day a month or some shit, and tomorrow's it.
1: <laughs> oh, good. Yeah.
0: You know? So we just kind of keep moving, kids. We love you. Thank you for listening to us. You know, we ramble. We talk. We miss our studio. We want make sure you uh, keep in touch with us, all right? We are on Facebook all the time. We're on Twitter all the time. Follow us on Twitter at Finishima. Amy controls our Twitter. I chime in there. She's amazing. You'll laugh. You'll cry. It's better than cats to movie. Follow oh, us. God.
1: Everything is better than cat. I mean,
0: let's set the bar a little higher than that, I mean, please. You know. I it's mean, better than Showgirls. Oh, you know I love Showgirls. I, you know the bar, I said it. The bar is so low, I just saw it roll past me down Edgecombe Avenue. Um, uh, follow us on Facebook. At, I'm going to let you finish. Follow us at listeningpartypresents.co. Uh, follow Listening Party Podcast on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Keep following us here. Thank you for your support. You know, this show is a year old. We can't believe we made it a year. We're just yeah. like, are you fucking kidding? We made it a year with this shit. <laughs> it's like too many things. But uh, we love you guys. And um, listen, take care of yourselves. Wear your mask. Wash your hands. Try to keep safe. And most importantly, Stay well-informed, and it is really important that you vote in this election. I'm not going to tell you who to vote for because I don't believe I should tell people who to vote for. My I will. I'll is tell the-
1: you <laughs> who to vote for. I'll tell you who to vote for. Do not vote for Donald Trump. There well,
0: I will Trump. tell you who not. Right. Don't vote for Donald Trump. But I want you guys to really pay attention to these lower office races because that's making the difference in your communities. So... You need to vote for the when those city council races come up because those people are really important with the zoning and the money and how it's all distributed in your community. And um, we still hate Bill de Blasio and we love you and we'll see you next month. Deuces.
2: Bye.